Hey, everybody. This week's episode of Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by my bookie. March is here, and that can only mean one thing. Well, it didn't mean anything last year because there was no tournament, but the tournament is back. You all know how tournament crazy I am. I never miss the Big East tournament. I love every minute of the NCAA tournament. I can never miss it. Last two years ago, I got to do a little play-by-play. Remember that? We were watching the Duke game. That's right. People love your play-by-play. We were in Vegas. It's all I ever wanted to be, gay by gay. But I love the tournament, and I love to gamble. You know me. I'm a gambler. I got all kinds of STDs. The big, huge tournament is finally here, and my bookie is the way to get in on the action. The time has come to shoot your shot, folks. Score big on the nonstop action with my bookie's bracket contest. Your chance to win $10,000 in cash prizes. Woo! Unbelievable. How do you do that? Select the winners from 63 tournament games. You're going to be watching anyways. You might as well get involved in this. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, getting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My bookie has you covered. Mark, tell them how to sign up there, would you? You got that right, Fatty. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code TUESDAYS to secure a deposit bonus up to 1,000 smackers. That's promo code TUESDAYS to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, from tip-off to buzzer, my bookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. That's exciting. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Here's the episode. my bookie. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. (laughs) Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Nah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. It's 6.04 p.m. Daylight savings time. Don't you feel alive? I'm Joe List. That's Mark Norman. Mark, don't you feel alive with the daylight savings bonus, savings bond, whatever it is? It's a a kick in the cunt at first because you're like, I lose an hour. That's my life. God damn it. Give it back. You know, especially me, I'm flying from Tejas last week, so you lose the hour coming to New York, and then an hour because of Ben Franklin's come guzzling ass, because he invented it, fun fact. And uh, But now we get more light, and I'm, I'm, I'm cooling down, and I'm back. It's nice. You're walking around. It's 7 p.m., the daylight. It's a sign of, of the time. We're coming back. I mean, there's vaccines up everyone's ass. I'm at the cell the other night. Every single fucking waiter, waitress, and uh, dickhole is, is uh, vaccinated. Yes. The sun is out longer, and uh, it's just a, a happy time. I think, I think we're really on our way. And then I listen to some sad, depressing podcast. He's like, this isn't the beginning of the end. It's only the end of the beginning. But he was like, it'll all be over in 2024. What? But listen, when people say that, when people say that, though, no, I got good news for you. That's bad news from a scientist. Here's good news from a fucking uh, uh, Aries. Lay it on me. When they talk about it's all over, it'll be over in 2024. They're talking packed international flights, no masks, Woodstock 48. You know what I mean? Uh, The economy being back, the restaurants, all that bullshit. We just need a little back. That's all we need is a little. 
I'd like to go to Woodstock 96 or whatever it is. I don't know. I want to get back at a concert. I want to blow Billy Joel and, and, you know, go to fish and smell my fingers. Well, you're going to be able to go to a concert. It's just like when they talk about the back, they mean like nobody dying. Like some people are going to die, but they're old assholes that live in, you know, wherever the fuck, Canada or some bullshit. Ugh. We're not going to die. We're going to be fine. And who really cares about anyone other than you, me, and the people on the Patreon, really? Ah, good point. Good point. But if all the Patreons die, then we're going back to Starbucks for an application. So... I'd like to have a couple of Jews around just to fill some seats and, uh, you know, maybe get a hand job or some point. But, yeah, we don't need the, uh, the old fogies. Well, I'm being sarcastic, of course, but I, I think the most of the death is behind us. Some of these uh, restaurants, with, with lot, they'll try to rebuild and everything. Yeah. So spick and span, perfect, A number one. <laughs> you Easy know. there. All right, we'll bleep half of it. But you I'm can't say just, span. I'm just saying, uh, I Jesse think... Spano. Warren Spahn. Ah, fuck. Uh, but but anyway, we're gonna be we're gonna be back soon. I think. And a lot of people. I'm in Florida right now. By the way, you talk about back. Ooh. Forget it. I, there's something about Florida. I mean, right when that plane lands, the sun hits your face. You grab a MAGA hat. You go. It is Mr. Potato Head. Blow me. <laughs> what do you think of this? Can I throw this at you? Because this really bothered me. You know Please. me. I get bothered easy. I'm a big cunt. My my father's gay. My mother hit me with a shoe, and my sister's <laughs> uh, got chapped lips. But I'm, yeah, you got that right. <laughs> I get on the plane, and I was texting you. And first of all, you know, I'm I'm like, I think I got nothing. I ran out of Ecuador stories. I'm like scanning through Ecuador photos, being like, is this something? No, nah, it's just a hot dog I ate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm You're looking trying- for some some fodder, some potter. Harry I'm Potter. trying to squeeze something. I'm like, I think that was a dream. That's not anything. But right. the last two weeks, I feel like I laid an egg because I got nothing. I'm just sitting around jerking off to, uh, you know, my, my uh, I, <laughs> I had to edit there. But I'm saying, <laughs> kids, I was texting you. I'm like, I think I got nothing. But, you know, I'm, I'm traveling this weekend. I'm at Side Splitters doing 1,100 shows. And you're like, I bet you'll get something on the trip. Yes. I get on the plane. We're sitting there, exit row, everything, packed but, flight. By the, tell them about the airport, by the way. That that uh, hayride is uh, kaput. Well, the, the air, it's all over, folks. The airport, lying around the corner, there's 40 people in line. It's over. You missed your chance to enjoy some line-free traveling. Ah, we had a good run there, Fatty. It was nice for a minute, but anyways... Get through, couple young girls playing, watching videos out loud, no headphones, which I think we're going to have to just accept. That's the way life is now. Yeah, well, I hate to sound like capitalist commie cunt, but when the prices go back up in the airlines, I think it'll weed out some of the riffraff, if you know what I mean. Well, but the riff nowadays, though, it's not even riffraff. I see fucking guys in, in business suits and Rolex watches watching uh, Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous on their tab full volume. Ah, well, I don't know why they're watching that old show, but yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe people just are less considerate than they used to be. I think they're less considerate. I don't want to sound like a boomer Esaias in here, but I just feel like people don't give a fuck. You see people brazenly do it. Yes, yes. Well, it's my world, and you're just you're just uh, living in it, dick cheese. You know, everybody's got their own profile, their own Insta, their own channel, their own anal, their own dildo, and it ain't double-sided. That thing is for me and me only. Because he's my butler. So <laughs> I get on the plane, and I, I just get stressed, and we had some issues, so 
I'm staying in a different hotel. I'm in this massive hotel. I what guess I can this? say it. I, I can say it now because the shows have already passed. But yes. Louis C.K. is coming down. He's doing some guest spots. He's working some stuff out, and then he's doing some surprise Ooh. shows on his own Sunday and oh, Monday. Oh boy. Which is funny because as I'm telling you, it hasn't happened yet, but as people are hearing it, it's in the past. Yeah, that is kooky. The, the weird podcast time travel. Very strange. So, and I could be dead. Who knows? Who who uh, who decorated this place? Designing women? Look at this uh, weird headboard you got back here. I don't know what's going on. It's all Florida. I mean, Florida, <laughs> it's all pink and, and turquoise. I, I don't know who decided on it. I think some menopausal coups, but uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, kooky pattern you got cooking there i think i had a trapper keeper with that on it <laughs> well it stinks i like that velcro i like that sound oh, that was big yeah <laughs> all day i would just be doing it the lady would hate me with the pigtails but the I teacher now nah, the girl in front of me Sue. Uh, uh, <laughs> gotcha gotcha you called but, her a lady i didn't know how old she was any they're all women now you can't girl is like you might as well say the n-word you can't say girl girl girl, is bad. About girl scout cookie do i gotta say n-word scout cookie <laughs> it's woman scout cookie i think oh. they haven't got around to it or maybe it's too many letters they don't have much money i don't know what's going on but yeah if if you say girl in reference to anyone over 11 i mean forget about it you better duck and cover damn okay good to know good to know <laughs> well my girlfriend's uh, 10 so i got one more year <laughs> Um, any poop. So I'm in this giant hotel where we're in like a suite. We're all in one hotel. It's like, it's a three bedroom Ooh. suite. It's like nine grand a night. And we got <laughs> here hilarious. first. And he's doing guest sets and he's buying. It's crazy. So there's a deck out here, like a patio. And Sarah found a speaker, like a fucking wireless speaker under oh, the those chair. Are fun. Cause I think who the fuck's getting the three bedroom apartment at the hotel? <laughs> Nobody. No, no. <laughs> You got a pill. They call it a pill. Yes, it's a pill. It's a pill. Birth control. Well, nobody's been in here since like the 80s cocaine run of no. the 80s. Easily. So we're up here, you know, all fucking each other in the ass. But I don't even know why I brought that up. Oh, because of visual, I think. Yes. We're on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. You get it a week early on the Patreon. One of the many benefits. You got that right. <laughs> so... We get on the plane. I'm always, that's what I was saying. I was all stressed because I don't know how to get the car. And he's coming in a day later. And is the car in my name? Is the hotel in his name? I, what the fuck? So it's all, a whole scramble. I'm stressed out. And I'm just losing my shit because I'm trying to rent a car. It's spring break weekend. It's St. Paddy's Day. And yes. his assistant says, oh, the car is booked. It's not booked. Everything's going crazy. We finally get on the plane. You know how stressful it is to board. Sure. We get on. And the pilot, he comes on and he says, folks, I got some bad news, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we got a little issue up here. Uh-oh. The temperature is 25 degrees in Florida. What's that? Oh, oh, that's Celsius. It's 80. And everyone <laughs> bursts out laughing and clapping. Wow. But I'm enraged because I thought I was so mad that I was like, oh, my God, we're fucked. It's going to be a delay. I hate that kind of humor. I hate it. I hate the fake the person out so they get upset. Trick them humor. Do you hate that humor? Well, it's not the greatest. It's a bit of a, a, a bait and switch, but at least it was a quickie. Sometimes they let you go a week. You know, you go, hey, Bill's got cancer, and you go, get the fuck out of here. You start buying uh, rosaries and, and crosses, <laughs> and you book a funeral home. And then a week goes by, and they go, ah, we were joking with you, dickless. You're an idiot. Like, I'm an idiot. I, you said he had cancer. Yeah, I agree. I, I, the, the quickness was nice, 
But even for a second, you got my, I'm doing breathing exercises. I'm like, I can only control what I can control. We'll be a little late. There's no show. It's no big deal. And the payoff is just like, it's warm. And right. then I, 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 it's compounded by the fact that everyone's like, oh, he's something. I yeah. just, uh, and I yelled out, I'm such an asshole. I'm a cunt. I went, he's a riot. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> and people were like nodding. It was very, uh, I just was like the only one that seemed enraged. But I hate it. I remember Jeff Singer calling, and uh, he's a booker of new faces, and oh, just yeah. laughs and going, we got some bad news. Uh, this year, you're going to Montreal. And I'm <laughs> like, fuck. You, you son of an onion, just give me the good news. Well, shouldn't the good news be so good that it outweighs the queef? I guess, but it's, I just, here's the thing. It's, I think we've talked about this before because Ari Shafir, I had to like yell at him because he does this thing, that humor that it's only funny for you. Right, 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 right. You know, we're queefing, we're saying crazy things, but we assume there's a few thousand people listening and laughing. The, the humor that like, oh, you were having fun, but I was afraid of, you made me right. bummed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I don't mind a quickie. I'll give. I'll. I'll level with you. I don't mind a quickie. You know. You go. Oh, they were out of candy. You know. And the kids goes ah. But but the prolong. I'm. I'm not into. I don't even think you know your own self. You're a guy like me. If the phone rings, you go. Oh my God. Fucking. That's true. Sam's That's calling. True. Oh my God. He must be mad. He heard a podcast. Whatever. I mean, we can't even handle the phone call. Let alone I got bad news. Right, yeah, bad news is a bad start. I got bad news. That, that, that I'm with you. I'm with That's, you. But if he would have done a quickie, hey, uh, boy, the weather is in Florida is 25. I'm kidding, it's 80. I'd be okay with that. Maybe that. But the bad Maybe news that. from a pilot, it, it feels like, I guess we've also been through the ringer where you're on the runway for nine days. Yes, good point, good point. Yeah, I don't mind an instant race, but, uh, yeah, don't, don't give me a, a delay. So, yeah, that, that is a kooky one. I'm it's with the kind you. Of, the example I had before, like Ari will come to your house and he just puts his finger on the like this, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's funny. I'm fucking with you." I'm like, "I guess it's funny for you, but to me, I'm like, I'm going into a homicidal rage inside. Right. Why? That's not <laughs> right. fun for me." Yeah, that's a uh, that's a scene in a movie where you go, "Oh, that that's the guy we're not supposed to like." Is the annoying guy with the buzzer. Right. That's the pilot. I, I just like humor that's for uh, all the people involved. Granted, we're saying things that some people would find appalling, but they're sure. not, they don't have to listen. The yeah, pilot not, made me listen. Right. Yeah. This podcast isn't going to get you to Florida. You know, like uh, th this guy's got you trapped in, a, in an air sealed tube and he gets to do all the dumb zingers he wants because you're stuck there. This podcast might make us work in Florida exclusively at some point in our career. <laughs> hey, could be worse. That's Better true. than Cuba. Anyway, so I did get a little story out of, out of the whole thing. And so now I'm down here at the, at the some, I forget the name of it, some crazy name, San Pedro or mm, Julius Caesar, something Caesar, Sam Caesar, something like that. Caesar Sam salad. Caesar. All right. It's a something horrible like salad. It's a, it's a massive uh, hotel and it's all pink. It's historic. We're on the Gulf. It's pretty wild. Wow. So you got a beach view? Well, we have a out side view like a uh no we don't know the short answer okay. is no but all right you can kind of see it there's a there's a huge porch the bigger than your house that you can see the gulf we're on the back side though aha uh -huh. boy the but, the gulf is so much more bummer than beach you know oh the ocean the gulf the the beach the ocean is like all right but then you hear the gulf you're like uh 
That's true, but it, it looks identical. You can't tell yeah. the difference visually, but the word golf is bad. What is a what? What's the difference? I know one is a sport with a a ball and a and a tee, but what what is the uh, what is a golf to a, a beach? Well, a golf is smaller. It's an in thing. This is the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, I mean the ocean is vast, huge. Mm. The Gulf is uh, you know, it's it's golf golfy. All right, all right, Gary it's Goldman. It's not big enough to be an ocean. There's a lake. I think a gulf maybe opens to the ocean. That that's something. I think that's something. Because would that just be is, a beach? Bay is closed. Well, the beach is the beach. It's a beach. You can have a beach on a lake. I mean, Lakeshore Drive ah, has a beach. Good point. The Great Lakes okay. have beaches. I think you can have a river beach if you had to. That's just where it's sandy. Sandy, sandy. Hook. Yeah, yeah. I I think I've seen a river beach. Yeah, they've got that. Yeah, they got river beaches, golf beach, lake beach, probably a pond beach. Ooh, that's probably the worst beach. Life's a beach. Yeah, I don't care for a pond. People talk about ponds. No. I'm like, get out of here. Pond stinks, and it's full of uh, scum, first scum, of all. But it's yeah. it's all these, what do you, they call that shit with the, the foliage and the, the, the greenery? You know, you're lily swimming. Pads? You gotta, what is it? Lily pad? Well, yeah, it's all that. Lily pads and weird, wacky leaves under you and uh, roughage. Yeah, I think of the leeches in Stand By Me. That's what uh, I think of. He's going to leech on his dick. Yeah, yeah. Give me a lake any day. Give me a rope swing with a little deck and a, and a, and a little paddle boat and a beer. Now, where are you on this? And, and maybe we've touched on this, but are you... When I, I come to a resort, they got two pools here. But I am not getting in a pool. I got the Gulf. I'm getting in the fucking ocean. I'm an ocean guy. Ocean over pool you. for me. I hear you. I'm with you. It's it's almost a weird slap in the face to the ocean. Like, hey, I got the the mouth of the the beautiful blue seas here, and you got to build a pool. You you lazy twat. I think we talked about this before. You don't have the shark thing, but the ocean heals. You can you can heal in the ocean, but you can get eaten by a shark or an eel. It heals in eels. That's part of it, though. That That's all part of the show. It's like, you want to go to Times Square and live it up, but you could get stabbed. You could get pickpocketed. I know, but it's the city, baby. We're living. That's that's right. You're a big fish in a small pond, and this here's the ocean, and you're drowning. Yes. The, the pool is the burbs. Yes, that's right. They're the fucking, they don't have the guts to get in, in the mix. Yes, yes. Give me some chum, give me a shark cage and a white claw, and I'm, I'm going to go out there and scuba. White, what's it called? Great, oh, great white. Great white claw. Eh, that's Ooh, something. that's not bad. Could have been something if I pulled it out, but yeah. Eh, anywho, now off air, I said I got a couple things. You said you got a bunch of things, so, I mean, we're already 75 minutes into this. Hit me with a couple <laughs> things here because... I'm out of stuff. I mean, that's what I had. I had this guy, this pilot, fucking with me. Well, let I me gotta... bend you. Let me bend your queer here, because we're we're kind of touching on flights and anal's and, and white flight and whatever it is. So flight or fancy. So I'm in Texas last week. Uh, By the way, I'm in the week it opened. So they just opened the doors. Wow. So it just happened to be I just got lucky and I was there the week it opened. Some would say unlucky. I felt I felt like it was lucky. They're like, hey. Governor took the mask mandate. He said the business is 100%, and you're here for it. So they just opened the doors, and it flooded because everybody's like, we're going out, baby. The governor said so. Wow. First of all, I mean, flood and door. I think Texas, I think the double door, the bar doors. What are those Saloon. Called? The saloon doors. And then flood. I just think Texas flood. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Ah. That's flooding down in Texas, and all the telephone lines are down. Yeah. He's yeah. good. Pl- 
He's good. Plus, they just got rid of the uh, the snow and the grid and the ice caps and the melting and the global warming, whatever it is down there. So they're ready to party. Oh, hell yeah. No, that, that stuff was a week and... They're all crying about it. I was down there. They're like, look at all our plants are dead. We got to rebuy the grass. And I'm like, who cares? I'm from New England. I'm like, yeah, everything dies. It's winter. It's cyclical. Get over it, you fucking cowboy. Yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a wild time to be in Texas. And we lived it up. I uh, had a couple of cool cats opening for me, uh, Zaid and uh, Andrew Youngblood. Oh. And boy, we just had a, we did it up. I got, we got drunk every night. It was like, it was like the 80s again. And uh, just had a great time. Then, of course, Saturday night rolls around and you want to party, but you go, hey, I'm losing an hour and my flight's at seven. So now your flight's really at six. So now you really got to get up at five mm. and we go drinking and you lose an hour coming to New York. So we go drinking all night. Can't say no. Live it up. Pounding shots, whatever it is, I can't stop taking shots. It's such, it's just this little cup of jizz, and I go, ah, why not? What's that little thing gonna do? And then before you know it, you're you're blowing a guy in the in the urinal. So I get like 50 minutes of sleep, maybe. I just lay down, close the eyes, and the alarm goes. I get up, I get to the airport, and I got there too early, and I see now I'm on a Delta flight going to Atlanta, Atlanta to Newark. And I go, boy, that goddamn, I just want to go to bed. That goddamn uh, layover is going to kick me right in the taint. So I see, I got there early, now boarding Delta to LaGuardia direct. Ooh. But it's like boarding is done in four minutes or whatever. So I go, hey, hey, I'm on a Delta flight. Anyway, can I just jump on this one? She goes, we have plenty of seats available, but check with that red coat over there. Red. Have you heard this? The red coats? Yeah, the Brits. I mean, I heard about Paul Revere. And That's what I thought. I was like, we're calling people red coats now? This is an American airline, goddammit. <laughs> so I go to this uh, heavy set woman of color, and she's behind the glass, and she's eating a hoagie. And I go, hey, hey, fatty, I got a, I got a, one, I got a ticket to Newark, but it's at, it's at 830 or whatever. This one's leaving now. Can I get on it? She goes, ah, it's a basic. You're, you're fucked. And I go, basic. What? There's basic, there's main, and there's uh, Jews. Delta comfort. Comfort. That's yeah. it. So I go, well, what's the difference? They got seats available. Just throw me on the goddamn flight. And she goes, I can't, I can't. Kill yourself. Uh, I hate <laughs> white people, whatever it was. So I go, gah. So I call. I call Delta. And they go, oh, yeah, we can change that. No problem. And I go, great. He goes, it's just going to take me a second. So you hear the you go, what are you typing? What are you doing? The great American novel? I'm trying to get on a flight. How about it's three clicks? They're always typing. It feels like it should be clicks. It feels like it should be just button like iPads. Yes. I think they put you on hold and their hold is Oh That's a good that's idea. That's a bit. That's that, a, that's great. That could be a good idea. A hold that just sounds like <laughs> That's genius. That's pretty good. Don't put the, the Fleetwood back on. Just a there's some typist out there. Get royalties. <laughs> Those are his keys. He's he's tickling. So he puts me on. So now I got the the one lady. She must have been Native American. She's behind this desk. The red coat cunt is over there, and I'm talking. And she's with me. She's like, "Hey, whatever. I'm, I'm new here. I'm fat. I, I I got a kid. He's blind. I don't know what to do." And I go, "Well, the guy on the phone's saying do it. So we might as well get start start printing that ticket there, sister." And he's and she's like, "Well, I just got to hear it from him." 
So I hand the phone over, and she's like, all I hear is typing. I'm like, he's coming, he's coming. And then the red coat comes over and goes, well, four minutes are up, and closes the door right in front of me. What? So I didn't make it. Oh, God, I thought this was going the other direction. You buttoned so did I. me. Now, here's the clinker. I should have just oh. called first. I'm not talking to uh, Paul Revere over there. I should have just called but because that was, he was getting through. It's interesting because usually the go to the desk is the better move. The call's no good. And sometimes when you call, they even say, just go to the desk. I can't right. do diddly for you. Fucking well, motherfuckers. She wanted to say no, and just you had to watch that door close. And I'm like, I'm right here. The seat's open. You've already told me that. What's the goddamn difference? But it's all that red tape and red coat and, and, and red C word. Well, here's what you're going to need, Otis Redding. Here's what you're going to need <laughs> is... Red Red, uh, the guy from Shawshank, Morgan Freeman's character. <laughs> Just Red. Red. Oh, I think his name is Ellis Boyd Red Redding. Ah, wow. supposed to be Irish in the book. That's right. That was fun. Um, here's what you're going to need. You might not want to hear this. Maybe the people don't want to hear this. Yeah, this is going to be a big step. You're going to throw, you know, egg and cum in it. my face. Shit on my chest. I can take it. You're doing very well. You're very successful. Pod's doing well. The special's doing well. The YouTube's doing well. Maybe you got to wait. Maybe you sell one more special. You're going to need an assistant. You need an assistant. You're an assistant guy now because every story, the whole crowd's going, what the fuck? You're flying indirect. You, you got no one to call. <laughs> You're calling this guy. And I'm telling you this because I'm dealing with Louie's assistant uh -huh. She's doing everything. I don't do shit. I go, hey, so what do we do? She's like, hold on. She's scrambling. I can hear her. She's the... I can uh -huh. hear two phones. She's talking to me and him. And then they just send you the thing. They go, here's the thing, the boobly boops and the bippity bips. And every time I talk to you, you're taking a train when you should be taking a car. You take a car when you should take a train. You're missing every flight. You're in middle yeah. seats, for God's sakes. I don't yeah. even know where you are. You're flying Skippy Peanut Butter Airlines. <laughs> You need Crunchy. a team. You need somebody. You need a maybe you got a girlfriend over there. Maybe she could work for you. That might get tricky, but you need somebody to call. And then you throw them 8%. I don't know what an assistant makes, but you could get an assistant. That's not bad. I've thought about it, but I don't know what to pay. Then I feel like I'm ripping them off, and it's an Asian chick, and she's kind of cute. Then you get weird there, and then you make a, a, a COVID joke, and now I'm a racist. I don't know what to do. No, you got to get, you got to pull the Costanza. You got to get the fat, ugly assistant. You got to get like an 800 pound whale with fucking, good. you know, pubes that come out of her jeans, you know? That's good. A pube in the gene. I like that. Get somebody like that, but somebody, she's nice, she's good, and you go, hey, Bethany, I got to, uh, you know, I got to, my flight's crazy, and then they do all the scrambling. You just sit there with your feet up. Hey, that's pretty good. Well, call in if you know uh, if you know an assistant or an ass or a, something, because, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm tripping over my own cock here, and I, I'm all over the road, and... Ah, I heard your voice in my head, though, because the, the guy on the phone was like, it'll be $40 change fee. And I said, all right, I'll take that. I can deal with that to get home and, uh, two, two hours earlier with no layover. I'll do 40 bucks, But it was still too late. But this is the thing is these people, they, they do all that. They do the, uh, what's that called? Cost analysis. They figure uh -huh. out and they give you the option. They go, if you take a cab, it's going to be boopily boop. I'm telling you, I work with, uh, with, with Louie's assistant sometimes. I'm like, this is, uh, this is uh, what's... What's that thing? Godsend? Blissful something. It's very, it's, it's very nice. 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 That's good. 
All right. Well, I wonder if she's available, but I'm sure he's paying her no, sixty uh, grand a day. She's full time. I mean, yeah, you got to get like this is. I think she's like got tenure or whatever because she's been there forever. You got to get a Ooh, low level. You got to get a starting. You know what I mean? You got to get the. Yeah. Uh, what's that called when you first start the uh, apprentice? A- apprentice, sure. Yeah, that's a, a terrific show. Yes. I mean, whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> I mean, he'd be a good leader, I think. But you could get, you're probably going to have cars crashing into each other trying to get to your house right now to help you. I bet there's a Tuesday out there that'll help you, but that might be too too close for comfort or whatever you say. Too close to Delta Comfort. Yeah, you might you might have something there. I, I don't know. I need a yeah. I need a maybe I'll find a nerd on Craigslist, somebody who's <laughs> autistic and has a you know Excel spreadsheet cooking. All right, I, I'm on it. I, I like this idea. Gomez has an assistant. Well, that's got to be something's up there. I mean, that's got to be an intern or something. They get college credits or they get free, you know, boxing lessons or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. An well, assistant is something. But what's ironic is you need an assistant to find the assistant. Ah, boy. Yeah, so true. You're right. You're on tonight. <laughs> Florida it's hotel. It's got you. It's that line you did earlier. Uh, so yeah, those all nighters though, Fatty. I'm telling you, I know we got to hit an ad, but uh, those all nighters. I mean, we're we're old. They they hurt you for a month. Oh, I mean, I had to get out when I was 30 when the getting was good. I mean, I was losing full days of my life, and especially yes. with the flights. I can't imagine the flights with the hangover. Oh, nightmare, no sleep. Then then you land at home, and your lady's like, "You're home. Let's go uh, apple picking and, and uh, swastika shopping or whatever it is." You're like, "What are you kidding? I'm going to bed. You crazy coos." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you buy a swastika, but uh, they're they're hard to come by these days. All right, I was in uh, Poland. They had them at the like the war store, Warsaw, ah. war store. Ah. That was weird. Hey, folks, Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Gabby Insurance. That's right. We're all looking for ways to save money. Am I right? Especially now. So let me ask you this. How would you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? My God, I would love that. That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on a car and home insurance. My goodness gracious, this is amazing. That's why when I was shopping for insurance, I used Gabby. Yes. This is the time of year we all go shopping for insurance. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. I just bought a car, and, uh, you know, it's a pain in the in the butt sack trying to buy a car. You know, you get a car, you don't know what insurance... I don't even know... You and I are children. We don't know what insurance is. I don't know no. what it even means. They just I tell you you got to do things. The guy had to call. I had to call. You don't have insurance. We don't know what the hell's going on. No. It's tricky, but the best way to do it, this is what I did. I logged on and realized I could save a ton on car insurance with Gabby. That's G-E-A-B-I, by the way. It only took a minute, and I saved a ton. So easy, so fast, no reason not to. Tell them, Mark. You got that right. Gabby customers save 961 bucks per year on average. You'd like to have that in your pocket, wouldn't you? If they can't find you savings like they did for me, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate out there, baby. And they'll never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. You're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you today. It's totally free to check out, and there's no obligation. 
I like that. Go to Gabby.com slash Tuesdays. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Tuesdays. Gabby.com slash Tuesdays and get a better rate, folks. Do yourself a favor. And as you know, Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew. Get more confidence in the bedroom. <clears throat> I could use more confidence in the bedroom. Oh, Blue Chew's tablets offer the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form. If you don't like swallowing pills, this is for you. It works fast. You can take it day or night, and you'll save a ton of money compared to the brand names. Blue Chew is the best thing about the internet, an online prescription service. That means no doctor's office or waiting in line. Talk to a licensed medical provider to get your prescription all online. Everything Blue Chew prescribes ships right to your door in a discreet package. And Blue Chew makes everything in the USA. Tell them how to get some, Mark. You got that right. You know I love the Chew. I'm a big fan. It's my favorite of all the pills. Works great. Tastes great. Works quick. Special offer for the gays. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TUESDAYS. Just five clams for the shipping. So you're getting free stuff. Just got to buy by the box. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code TUESDAYS to try it free. Get on it, folks, and get a hard on. Let me toss this one at you because this is another Please. one. I just had a, a, a just a cunty day. I, I'm willing to admit when I'm being a cunt, but sometimes you're hangry, you know. Uh-huh. And yes, again, a, a lot of the flight. We're on this flight, the car, the hotel. He's coming this day, that day. There's no MC. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of that stress and travel. So we get to the airport, Tampa Airport, which I realize I've spent like. Six weeks of my life in Tampa. I, I'm, I, I'm in love with. <laughs> I, I've been working here for 15 years. I featured here for like five years, or more than that. Jesus, more like 10 wow. years. Okay. I've spent tons of time here. I mean, so much time. I open for DePaulo here every year, and that's a whole other bag of tits. But yeah. So we get to the Tampa airport, and if, a lot of these places we haven't been now in two years because we lost a year. Sure. So I, I, it feels like home, but then I wasn't sure where we're getting the car. I said all that. So we're standing there in Uh-oh. the uh, airport, Sarah and I, and I'm waiting to hear from um, the assistant. And I'm like, all right, we'll just hang here. We're, we're halfway between the car. If we're taking a car, uh, a lift, that's right over there. And if we're picking up a car to rent, that's right over there. So we'll stand in between and we'll just wait to hear which what, what get the news. Okay. We we'll stand there. We're looking at our phone, killing time. And this old, fat, geezer, white old man in a cane. The cane with the four claws on the bottom. You know that, like... Stroke cane. A stroke cane. Hey, I never heard that. All right. Well, he's got a stroke cane, and he's got the American flag gator. You know the gator? Not the mask. Oh! That's like that little, like, does nothing kind of... Bandana? It's like a silky bandana thing. Yes. The stars and stripes. A lot of people are going to hate me on this one. But he's fat, and he's walking all old and stupid, and he's got the gator, and it's like over his lips, but not his nose. But who gives a fuck? Whatever. There's no one around. And he goes, hey, uh, what do you guys need advice? You need to know where to go? <laughs> Does that thing. I went, nah, I'm good. And he goes, uh, you sure? You're standing in a weird spot here. You look pretty lost to me. I go, nope. Oh, boy. All set. I- I'm just already in a cunty mood. I hate these people. Mind your own business. It's America. Isn't that your thing? You got the red, white, and blue. You're an old guy. America. Leave me alone. I'm fucking standing here. I know where I'm standing. It's not crowded, by the way. If you're thinking, oh, you're probably in the way. There's nobody around. It's just us and this fucking egg timer. 
And he goes, hey, yeah, well, sometimes you just look lost. And then keeps walking. Is he trying to get you a service or is he just like trying to help you? He's just an asshole at the airport. He doesn't work there. He's not a red oh. coat. He's not a anything. He's just a guy uh-huh. who's, I don't know what he was doing. Because then when we finally got word of where we were going, I saw him like standing across the way. He, so I don't know if he has a layover or what his deal is. And I'm sure some people are going, you're an asshole. He's being nice. But I hate that. I'm standing here. I'm just standing here looking at my phone. Oh, uh-huh. well, you look lost to me. And I went, well, you look great. And then, you know, Sarah's grabbing my arm being like, honey, no. Uh-huh. I just... Hated his dumb, shitty attitude. As I'm saying it, I was probably a cunt. I was hangry. I was lonely. I was tired. But I, I hate this thing. Like, hey, you lost? <laughs> I'm like, no, fuck off. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> well, what, 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 what am I going to do? I gotta, what, what does he want me to do? I'm standing off to the side, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. This sounds like more for him. Like, all right, let me help this guy. He's lost. I got it. I'm the man of the house. I know what's what. I'm the alpha. I think he was mansplaining. I'm the victim of mansplaining. That's what I there think. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't, I, I'm with you. I get a lot of the uh, the weird Middle Eastern guy, like, you need a car? You need a car? And I'm like, well, I got Uber. He's like, fuck Uber. They rape. They rape. You need a car? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what are you charging? They're telling me information. I don't well, know who you are, how much you're charging. I don't like that guy, but he's trying to make a buck. He's hustling. Right. I get that guy. This guy had no hustle. He's just an asshole right. in the airport trying to tell me what's what. And, and I guess it triggered that thing. As it, I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I, right. you, you turn into your father. Like, I don't need directions. And I didn't. I get it. I'm like, I'm standing here. And I, I'm calculated. I'm, I'm halfway between each place I might have to go. I'm waiting to get the word from, uh, you know, the assistant. So fuck off, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. Yeah, well, he basically pegged you, uh, which you don't mind, but he pegged you as, uh, you know, hey, this guy's a dweeb and he needs a hand. Yes, exactly. Thank you. You're a good friend. I appreciate it because some people are going to go, hey, fuck you. He's an old man. He's trying to help. But no, he pegged me as a dweeb, which is my number one search on porn, but <laughs> not from this fucking strokey caney asshole. Oh, yeah, and he had a stroke cane. Well, what do you know? I can get anywhere. I'm going way quicker than you. That's what I did. I went on a rant after he left. I'm like, you're 52. Because he wasn't old, old. He was like in his 50s. I'm like, you're 52 years old. You got a fat stomach and a dumb stroke cane because you're a piece of shit. Well, I'm going to take advice from you, you fucking asshole. You stink. Yeah, and then even if you got advice from him, it would just be this long bullshit rant that you already know about. Like, well, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to get on a ride share app called uber you got a sign on you're like i know all this shit get out of here that's what he was he was a what you're gonna want to do guy yes yes i want to go over here gator later yeah. i want to fucking kick your cane out from underneath you and then yeah. uh, you know stick my dick in your eyeballs yeah no i get it i'm with you i'm with you and then you kind of feel like they don't they don't they won't leave you alone you're like i got it i quit hovering Yes, exactly. He just wanted to swoop and feel good, and I, I hate a swoop and feel good. Yeah, now uh, let me throw this in your uh, belly button and see if it echoes. Do you – I don't. I got the vaccine first shot. I don't know where you're at with that. Uh, I plead the fifth. All right, so I got the vaccine first shot. Now, uh, now I'm going to unpack a lot of baloney here. Sure. So – I'm doing the first of all. I'm doing this sketch for these t- these guys approached me with a sketch idea for a video, and it was a really funny idea. I said, "Let's do it, baby. I'm in." Okay. And they're like, "It's gonna take all day. It's gonna be a lot of work. It's gonna be a whole thing." And I said, "Well, let's map it out and really do it, organize and 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 make it classy. You know, classy." So <laughs> I, uh, they sent me this long thing. 
and it's about uh, me as a doorman, Mark Dorman. Pretty okay. cute. That's clever. Fun. Yeah, I like you a got pun. Mark Norman. You got Roof Norman. You got a uh, Gay Norman. Whatever it is. So now I'm Mark Dorman. So they went out and rented this full suit with the tails and the piping and the blazer and the hat. You know, the little choo choo. And f- yeah, you saw the the outfit. I it saw looks pretty- Yeah, I didn't even notice it at first. I was just talking to you, and I was like, wait, what is this? Yeah. So. I mean, we started shooting at like 11. It was a whole thing, but I got a vaccine appointment at 10 a.m., so I had to go in the doorman outfit and wait in line with the rest of the general pop and then go straight to the shoot. Okay. So I'm down in the financial district. Boy, the, boy these uh, government buildings are so sad and cold and gray. There's no windows, and they, they haven't been pressure washed since Reagan, and they're just miserable, and it's a bunch of... Like people, but you know, you got to go through the metal detector, and nobody speaks English, and it's a whole thing. So the lighting is dim. I don't know, it's just dingy in there. It's a bummer. I got married in one of them. Uh, ah. Exactly, it's probably the same building. You walk in, you're like, Jesus, this is my life. It's all sad. Exactly. Even the 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 lady's like, yeah, just sign here, and you'll be married. All right, take it easy. Right, right. It's, there's a, like, there's a bad mojo in there. Yeah, it's no good. No good. So. You go in, okay, get in that line, sir. I'm in the full regalia, and, you know, it's me. It looked like the village people. It's me, a construction worker, a guy in all leather, uh, an Indian, and a, and, a, and a cop. So we're all waiting in line, and, you know, all right, now you guys sign in on this iPad, then go to that line. Now you go to the third floor, now you wait in another line. It's just line, line, line. The whole thing took two and a half hours. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Easy. All right, so it took two and a half hours. Okay. So, I mean, are people shoving you around and saying, over here, go over here? Or what's yeah. going on? Is it just I, kind of that lingery? It doesn't feel like you know what's going on. Well, it, it was one of those things where there was, I think there was too many people. So uh. it got to be like, oh, now we got to really regulate this and split these people up, or it's going to be a real cattle call just in the lobby of this building. So. Right. So I finally get up to the one lady who interviews you, and she's like, how old are you? You got your ID? What do you, what do you like sexually? Uh, all this, how many partners? And she goes, uh, so what, what qualifies you to get the, the vaccine? Because you got to have a thing, cancer or, or AIDS or whatever it is. So I had, all this, I had a game plan of saying asthma. That was going to be my lie. Okay. Can't really check that. Sure. So I go, well. Yeah, well, she didn't have a, a an X-ray or or even a ah, a Z-ray. I got nothing. But <laughs> camera. Yeah, yeah. So so I go well. If you if you don't uh, if you must know, and she goes, oh, you're a doorman. You're good. <laughs> and I go, yeah. She totally bought it. I didn't even have to say it. So the I got the shot. <laughs> That's where we're at here in the in the <laughs> government vaccination plot. Well, Sarah has a bit. She tweeted it. That's making me laugh so hard. That's such a funny idea. Of like, what are you guys? What are you guys going as? Like, they walk in. I'm like, I'm a waiter with asthma. Hey, I'm a I'm uh, a pirate with the, you know, a missing hilarious. foot. I mean, it really is funny. The idea of everyone trying to get vaccines and be like, because uh, I thought like, couldn't you stuff pillows under your shirt and go in and be like, my BMI is 78. Yes, because fat shaming is so sensitive now. They can't be like, hold on, that's a pillow. You can be like, right. fuck you, you're shaming me, you son of a bitch. Yeah, a co- apparently a couple of dames got popped in Florida for dressing like uh, old hags, and they got busted. But that that's too risky. You got the, the Golden Girls wig on with a stroke cane and a cardigan. That's, that's too easy to spot. 
I heard about that, but isn't it one of those crimes that you're like, that's hilarious. Come on, get out of here, you knuckleheads. Here's a shot for having fun. Take it home. You got to administer yourself, but you take it home. Well, here's the thing that people don't... In New York, there's... Tons and tons of shots available. There's this guy at TurboVax yes. who's just blasting out all these appointments that b- become available, and he pointed out 2,500 appointments one day. Wow. So there's like tons of action. The Javits is doing 24 hours a day, and, and so there's a lot in New York, but uh, I think they're scarce other places. Well, but in I New don't York, get- we're going to bundle. And look, the old people either got vaccinated or they were killed by Cuomo, so like, I feel like they're handled, right? We don't have to worry about them. I think that there's some crazy percentage, like 80, Derek was telling me 80% of people over 65 in Washington, have, the state of Washington, have gotten the vaccine. I think New York, it's like 75. We're, America is like finally leading. We're finally kicking ass. Like Europe is coming to pieces. I was reading because they wanted all 28 countries or 100 countries, whatever, however many countries in the EU these days. They wanted them all to be on the same page and they ah. wanted to negotiate a cheaper price and yada, yada. But America, Israel, Britain, we're fucking kicking ass. So finally, well, we got so much obesity that we got the fucking vax first. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons we have the most death. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Poland is going back to locking down. Italy's on fire, apparently. Well, Poland, I was reading all. I mean, I don't know much about anything, but I've read recently. I don't want to get too into this news thing. But but Poland, evidently, like 40% of the people were like, we'll take the vaccine. They got high skeptical skepticism oh. numbers there for whatever reason. I didn't know there were black people over there. But either way, so I'm in back in line. I get the vaccine. I was scared of the needle, but it was pretty good. It was quick. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I think it's quick and easy. It's just a little bloop, and then you, you got a sore arm or asshole, however they administer it, and then you feel a little sleepy, and then you're, you're back in business. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great, and uh, I don't know how your people were, but every every lady I had was super chipper and nice, and I did the whole, like, thank you for what you're doing, you're doing the Lord's work, and, uh, you know, the whole thing, so that was fun to do. Yeah, I mean, I had some uh, friends that got it, and they all said it was really nice and a wonderful process and beautiful. So, uh, here, here. I can't wait for mine. Yeah, you're going to have a good time. All right, now. <laughs> it's uh, going to be awesome. Here's the clinker, though. Oh, oh, what? Oh, cl- well, clink it, clink it. Oh, you got another thing? We got one more. We got to talk about some pa- our favorite pairs of underwear, but clink, clink the son of a bitch first. All right, all right, all right, all right. Tuesdays is brought to you by one of our favorites. Uh, sheath underwear. I love this guy. I love these undies. They, that's all I wear now. I just got rid of everything else with the skid marks and the holes in it. And these guys are top of the line. The best love sheet. They feel good. They look good. You got a dick pouch. You got a ball pouch. It separates the two like a TV dinner. These two pieces of, 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 uh, ball sack and dick have been living together in a, in a studio for, you know, 40 years or 37 years. It's fun. It's about time they get some alone time. So uh, keeps your balls off your leg, too. Two pouches, one for the dong, one for the cod. Supportive, more supportive than a, that deadbeat daddy of yours or your mom's giant sloppy, flappy cans. They're sexy looking. My lady loves them. I whip them out just for her. And uh, God, I love mine. I'm wearing them right now. The idea for Sheath came from its founder, U.S. Army soldier Robert Patton, during his second tour in Iraq. That guy was a commando, but he ain't going commando. Support his awesome veteran-owned company, whose founder is a Tuesday himself and a big comedy fan. Tell him how there, Sloppy Jalopy. 
Yeah, go to sheathunderwear.com and order for promo code TWOSGAYS with a G to get 20% off your first order and Sheath Underwear's 100% money back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TWOSGAYS. Get Sheath Underwear and let them support your balls. I'm wearing it right now. I feel like I cock-blocked your story. I was saying, I was saying give it the, 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 what is it called again? The clinker. And then we can read sheets. Ah, uh, well, I we like teased. I, I scud missled you. We teased the clink, but this is a, this is a heavy saga with the doorman. So I'm going to try to push through. So it was a just a a tough shoot because you got to be outside holding doors for people. That's the joke. Is I'm holding doors for a Seven Eleven or or a dog park or whatever it is. So it's it's a funny idea, but it was freezing that day. It started snowing out of the blue. I'm oh, in the you know, I'm in the just the suit with the white gloves uh, and we got the we got the heat warmer or the hand warmers in the gloves. I'm freezing trembling opening a door for people, but I don't want to give in there, fatty. Sure. So we we push through the whole thing's outdoors. You can't go inside barely in New York. And it was just a tough slog of a shoot. And also, the other thing is, when it's cold like that and a pandemic, no one's walking around. The whole thing is interaction. Right. I noticed particularly that day, which I think was yesterday or Monday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. We were out in Astoria, Sarah and I, in the afternoon, and we thought, this is weird. I I don't know if people went back to work or if they're just like, "Ah, I don't want to go back, so they're hiding under the blankets or what. But it was very quiet and strange that day. So I, I hear you. Agreed. Agreed. So it was a tough, tough push. And, you know, this is a nine-hour shoot with a lunch break. Then we went to do – I don't want to give away the whole thing, but it was fun, and we did the whole thing. It was great. We got a lot of good stuff, I think. It was just a hard, hard shoot. Now here's the the tough part. The end of the day, I got Jason Canner's show, 13-step, one, one of the good shows right now. It's in the killer. back of a bar, killer show. I show up and I say, hey, it'll be funny to get some footage of me on stage as a doorman doing some bits. So they go, great. We find a parking spot. We park the car. We walk to 13 step, two blocks. And then I go, oh, I'm wearing a doorman outfit. So I left my wallet and, and shit in oh. the car. So my wallet's door- gone. <laughs> yeah. So ironically, the doorman there said, oh, you're on the show. You're good. So I was like, oh, great, okay. We go in the showroom, talking to Cantor. How you doing? Thanks for having me. These guys are with me. They're filming. And then they go, oh, we forgot a lens. So the guy goes back out to the car. Phone rings two minutes later. Car got broken into. My window shattered. They took everything. What? What? East Village at 9 o'clock at night on a Tuesday? Nine o'clock at night on a Tuesday on a East Eleventh Street, right off Second Avenue. Got a great spot. The the bar's on Tenth or whatever, Tenth Street. We got a spot on Eleventh. We were in the bar for five minutes, and oh I was about to go back God. to get my ID. So I would have caught the guy. Oh my God, the city has changed. I mean, this is terrifying. And I've I've been down there in the neighborhood, your neighborhood, and. Things have gotten spicy down there. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. uh, they all, uh, there's graffiti everywhere, yep. and, and it's dark, and cardboard boxes, and my God. I mean, I've parked there. That night, I was parked right down the street on the west side. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so here's what I think. I think a bunch of ne'er-do-wells saw us get out of the car, and we got a bunch of camera equipment. I'm dressed to the nines in, in a suit and tails. I look like the Monopoly man. So they go, there's our, there's our mark, no pun intended, and... 
They hit it right away, got in, got out. We found a couple of disheveled things on the sidewalk that they just strew about. And they got my wallet. They got my jeans. They got my sh- my sweater, my jacket. Gone. Oh, my God. The wallet's gone. I mean, that is brutal. Brutal, I- man. Look, I'm this guy now. Oh, I hate the passport guy. There's always something up do. with the passport guy. Now, have you gotten the new passport with the ID thing? I wish. This is old school. I got this in the 40s. Because there's a new thing now that has like your passport has the careful showing that flashing that thing around. People, yeah, will, yeah, yeah. The dark web will zip that. They'll own your social security, whatever. <laughs> Good point. That's what someone said to me with that girl from the bus. Uh, <laughs> that's brutal. So what did you have in there? Did you cancel your cards and everything, I assume? It, it, it was. It sucks because it was this long haul of a day. We got it all done. We're freezing. You know, your back hurts. Your feet hurt from the shitty black shoes. You do the show. I had to do a set with just that wallet gone. And plus, I'm such a cum guzzler. I'm triggered by theft. Ironically, I steal a lot from stores. But I'm triggered from, like, burglaries. So I saw that broken glass. I saw the shit missing. I saw it strewn all over the... The sidewalk, and it just it brings the little kid out of me because I got robbed so much as a kid. And it just, God, it hits me in the in the cum guzzlers. And so I said, I'm going to do a lap and look for the guy, and maybe I can find my, maybe he threw my wallet out with the ID in it. I, I just want, take the cash. I just want the ID. I want the credit cards. I want the Yankee ticket shit, the, the movie stubs, whatever else uh, sentimental horse shit I got in there. Oh. I see a cop half a block down, and I go, hey, man, he's sitting in his car texting. And I go, hey, man, our car got broken into. He goes, whew, call 911. I'm like, well, you're here. Aren't you 911? He's like, yeah, you got to report it. And you get a, get a, I can't do anything. This and is I'm like the Delta. He's a red coat. He's a red coat. He's a blue coat. He's a turncoat. So I go, literally half a block up, car got broken into. He's like, yeah. And he, he rolls the window up. Ugh. Yeah, so I just walked around. Maybe I'll see the bag. We end up finding one bag. He took a couple backpacks full of shit. We found one of them, and it was just the bag. So they got the goods. I don't know who was it, a guy, two guys, a lady, a midget, whatever it was, we're fucked. So it's just that long, cold day, and that's the button on it, you know? Brutal. Maybe some of the businesses have the cameras, though. I mean, there's cameras everywhere these days. We found a decent camera, so I guess we'll go to the building and just say, can we see the tape? We got raped on the, on 11th Street. Will that help? Uh, my ass is bleeding. So just a bummer. And I went uh, today, my whole day, I had the day off. So I was like, day off, going to live it up, do some shit. A uh, whole day, I had to buy new jeans, which sucks. New jeans, they don't feel right. Yeah. Bless you. Oh, so no uh, the, if you just the, say you have to sneeze, you don't have to sneeze anymore. Oh, interesting. that's a nice little trick. A life yeah. hack, as they call yeah, it. Pretty good. But uh, yeah, so buy. I went to Levi's, bought new jeans, and that was humiliating because you got to get naked in front of the guy. And then I, I went to the bank and got. Uh, they don't give out temporary cards anymore, and that's the cunty thing about the bank. They go, "Ah, oh, your wallet got stolen. You want to cancel this? Well, let me see your ID." And you go, "It's in the wallet." Yeah, it's uh, it's like that novel, Catch-22. Yes, yes, Catch the 22-year-old kid. And uh, yeah, so I'm passport guy. I'm getting new shit mailed to me. I'm out of a, I had a nice leather wallet. That's gone. Uh, it, the whole thing's a real kick in the, the dick hole. It's brutal, and I feel sorry for you. That sucks. And 
I feel sorry for those guys, too. Plus, they got the deal with the window. They got to get a new window yeah, and shit. Yeah. That's a bummer. But I think the video will be great, and so there'll be some solace there. And, and just remember, all everything's impermanent. This feeling will pass, and, yeah. and the story will be nice, and you'll get yeah. a lot of nice love from the gays and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, that sucks. And it, it just sucks that people... I guess it sucks that they need that. I mean, if we're putting positive spins, they gotta they gotta do crime to make money, and right, it's all very unfortunate. But you just wish they'd get caught, or they wouldn't do that, or whatever. It's a it's a kick in the dick, but it'll pass. It all passes. It's all things. It's all objects, and uh, you just want to tell the criminals out there. Take the money. Please have at it. Take the cash. Take the cards. Even just leave the wallet itself. Now it just my back pocket feels naked and and queefy and it's not right that's how i felt when our, our car got broken into it it's just like just leave my notebook and i have my notebook because there's some bits I in know. there I take my like, fucking brewing sweater and my uh you know tube socks um, you know what the punishment should be for stealing a wallet is you got to go to the dmv if we catch the guy you go to the dmv you wait it out you get the id that's good. That could be a, a video, a sketch. You know, he's Ooh. going, yeah, hey, uh, Martin, you're not Mark Norman. No, but I stole his shit, so I don't know, something maybe. There's something there. Yeah, I like that. I, it feels like street justice. Good yes. for the goose. Good for the gander. You know what I was thinking about the other day? It's funny that you bring this up because that, wow, this is interesting because that day, while that was happening probably, I left the cell. I saw you at the cellar, and I left with Andy Fiore and Sarah. Yeah. I went to my car that was parked... I don't know, half a mile from your car or that sure. car. And while we were having that, we were having this conversation. I was saying, because all these homeless people were asking for money. There's tons of homeless people down there. Yeah. And I had none of us had any cash. And I was like, sometimes I think I'm like, here, just take a debit card and have at it for like an hour. Ah. Would this work? Could you do this idea? Could you hand a homeless person your debit card and you go, you got one hour, right? Then when you're done after the hour, rip up the card and throw it in a sewer. Then I, like I call the bank and go, hey, my car got stolen and it's f- all this fraudulent shit. They pay- the bank pays you back because it's fraudulent. The homeless guy, he's got his stuff. Is that something? Is that I mean, that is that is a way something. to help a homeless person? The bank, is- the bank's gonna give you the money. Fuck them. It's the- they got they have the money. That's lunch, baby. But here's the here's the the problem is, uh, can you trust the guy to rip it up and throw it in the river? Well, the other thing is, can you try, like, if they get him on camera and then they see him or whatever, they might fucking beat the fuck out of him and throw him in prison. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a bit of a gamble. I, um, I'm sure they would sign up for that. I mean, if they signed up, uh, that's, that's on them. You could say, yeah, this is going to be a gamble, but take this. There's fucking, you know, several thousand dollars on it. Go as crazy as you want for an hour. Then I'm calling it fraudulent. Yeah. Be careful. Take precaution, whatever. It could be something. I love it. I love it. I think and it could be a hell of a web series. So this guy's going to REI, buys a fucking tent <laughs> and a, and a yes. winter coat. That's great. Now, some folks at home might be thinking you could just go buy that stuff to them and, and give it to them, and then there's no risk and it's right. no fraud. Right. But I, it was just something I was thinking about because I think that all the time. I'm like, I, I want to help people, but you got no cash sometimes. So you're like, I can't swipe them. I, he doesn't have an Apple Pay, whatever the fuck. I love it. Uh, this is this is gold, baby, and it's on him. You're you're doing a nice thing. Everybody wins. I mean, he could get caught and tased and and flogged in the street, but I think you got something here. Yeah, maybe it's maybe I'll try it. We'll see. I just don't. You can't trust him to rip it up. 
Well, either way, I'm going to call it in fraudulent. True, so it'll get shut true. down. I mean, he doesn't have to rip it up, really, I guess. He could keep it I and love use it, it for bar tabs. But once I call it in fraudulent, they've shut it down, yada, yada. Here's the name of the show. You got one hour. That's fun. I like that. Uh, did I tell you about, uh, maybe I already said this, James Patterson, my, my comedian friend, he had an idea for a show, him and Dave Walsh, because they were arguing about the book Into the Wild, and they're like, the guy was close to towns. So he's like... A good show would be drop me. This is James's idea. Drop yeah. me where they found the guy from Into the Wild, and I have to get laid within forty-eight hours. Ooh. Not get home, get laid. So he's got to find a town, all the outdoor stuff, and he has to have the game to get somebody to fuck him. That's a show. That's a show. But I mean, the odds of that of pulling that up. First of all, you got to find a lady in the woods. And no, secondly, you, well, you got to get out of the woods to a town. Ah, wow. I mean, can you get a hooker? Who? I don't think you can. Because then this it's just a, that's just a woods show. Now you're just a woodsman with a kid with a twenty. But what's the hooker situation up in uh, Bumble Tits, Alaska? That's what I I'm. Bet it's not bad considering it's it's just grizzly and, and married chicks. Well, I think he has to have. Here's the thing. He has to have what Christopher McCandless had, which was nothing. Uh, He's got. He gets a rifle, a book, and a compass. He doesn't get any money, so he'd have to, you know, shoot her. <laughs> I guess you could fuck the corpse, but uh, yeah, that's very interesting. I, I like it. You got to get into town, but those. I mean, the clock's ticking, and you meet uh, Bertha, the toothless wonder. You got to make it happen. It's a double show because you have the outdoorsy. He's got to. He's got to make a fire and and use the stars to figure out where he's going. Right. And in addition, once he figures out where he's going, he's got to go into the the log store and, and get this chick to blow him. <laughs> that would that would suck if you got the BJ because you're like, oh, I was so close, but hey, I got blown. It's bittersweet. It's I like it. I like it. That's a that's a good time. But here's the conclusion to the to wrap up the whole debacle. The phone I lost a month ago. Remember that whole thing? I'm bitching and moaning over the phone. I left it in the cab or the Uber. The phone was worse than the wallet. I bet, yeah. Because the phone, the wallet is all on the phone. The phone has a thing called a wallet on it. Right. But you can't use a wallet like a phone. Interesting. Now, there's a bit... You think? I think so. You pull the wallet out. I can't go, hey, mom, you know, send more money. I lost my wallet ah. or my phone. Wait. Yeah. Right. Something. Yeah. And the wallet kind of, unf- it's like a flip flow almost. Oh, yeah, definitely. I used to always, when I had a wallet that flipped open, I used to always pretend I was a cop. I'd flip it open and go, hey, your mother's asshole. And then, I did that too. Yeah. It's fun to do. Like Dick like Dick Tracy or Dragnet. Yeah. Or- yeah. I even had my mom make a little uh, badge out of construction paper. So I was that dweeb at summer camp going, hey, hey your, your tits are too big. You're under arrest. Oh, God. I was I was talking about doing this like a few years ago. Oh, geez. I was like four. <laughs> um, should I throw one more thing at you here that happened real quick? Lay it on me, fatty. Because it's similar. I, I just realized that I looked at my notes. I got two old white guy with cane stories. And this is a quick one. I was at Shake Shack over by, um, not far from the cellar. I don't know. I think it's on Varick Street or whatever. Yes, Varick and Houston-y. Yeah. And I'm sitting there eating, and then there's an old asshole next to me, and he's got a cane. He's sitting there with tiny shorts. He's a little bit fat. And there's a little nerdy white kid comes over and goes, Sir, well, if you're going to sit inside, dine in, we need your uh, phone number here for COVID tracing. And the guy takes his cane, and he's like, You better get the fuck out of my face 
or I'm going to hit you with this cane. I mean it. Jesus. And he's like, whoa, well, I, I don't I don't know about that. I just, the kid's wearing a hairnet, literally, and he has a yeah. hairnet. And he's like, well, I, I just, we need to do this for COVID testing. And then there was a, a tall black woman who's the, the sweetest lady I've ever met in my life. And she was like kind of busting tables and getting to-go orders ready. And she came over and she's like, sir, what's, what's the problem? He's like, I'm going to beat this guy with my cane. He doesn't get away from me. And she was like, sir, we, we can't have you threatening the customers. And she's like, are you dining in? And he's like, what dining in? He's like, look at my bag. I'm waiting for my food. If I'm waiting for my food, you know I'm not dining in. And she what? was like, okay, sir. I don't. I guess he got like half his order and he was waiting for the second uh. half. But he was just like an old curmudgeon piece of shit. He was like George's guy in Seinfeld when they take care of the old people. Right. Just a shithead. And she was like, all right, sir. Well, we're going to get your food. Uh, don't worry about him. Please don't threaten us. And she handled it so well. And he's like, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And he was such an old, crusty piece of shit. But this lady was so patient and sweet. I went over. I said, you're, you're a good person. I wanted to fight that guy. And she's like, I wanted to fight him too. But, you know, what can you do? People are like that. Wow. And she was so sweet. And then on my way out, I said to the young whippersnapper, I said, sorry about my dad. And it uh. just bombed. He was like, your dad? What? And uh. I was like, um, I was like, my dad. I was saying the guy. And he's like, ah, I don't And I had to just walk out with my uh, asshole between my legs. Yeah, which is where it goes, I guess. But good point. I think that that's a good line. Fuck that kid. He's no wonder he's wearing a hairnet. I tried to fuck him, but he said no to that too. But but <laughs> he's missing out on a lot of things. This kid. But uh, God bless that lady. But yeah, that old curmudgeonly guy. And I'm like, maybe that'll be me someday. I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. I'll hit you with my cane because it feels like I'm heading that way. Well, maybe the way you feel about the Gator guy is the way he feels about that twerpy kid with the pimples. I suppose, I guess he was just tired of uh, people taking his number, whatever. I mean, he was a, just a curmudgeonly old guy. He probably shits his pants and whatever. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that about the, the nice lady, because I was, the, my gal showed me this video of a, you know, these conservative guys who go around and go like, prove me wrong on this or whatever. Like, why? There's two genders. Blow me or whatever. And they have to like talk to these college kids and they always fuck up. I guess. Oh, that's a big thing on YouTube. <laughs> So this guy's like, hey, there's two genders. Prove me wrong. And this lady sits down, and she's a trans woman. And she's like, well, I'm trans. And he's like, yeah, but you were born a man. They go, they go back and forth. And it was civilized and patient. And she made some good points. Then he made some good points. And then she made an interesting point. That he And they went back. And I was like, this is what it's supposed to be like. Public discourse and discussion. It's not that difficult. Yeah, nice conversation is nice. And, and uh, you know, I don't want to piss on your tits, but... Even that could just not could be not online, you know. I mean, it could just be a ah, nice yeah, conversation yeah. at the bus stop or uh, you know whatever. Everything's I know, online. I'm glad it was because it could, it shows people like, hey, look what it could be, and it had it had like 12 million views, and the comments were like, there you go, talking, discussing. It's not that hard. We don't have to jump down each other's asshole about every uh, disagreement. I agree. Yeah, it's just it's it's too much, and I have to avoid all of it because it just makes me cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's sad and scary. It's, it's a strange time where, like, a fat joke will pe- drive people up the wall. They want to kill you. But then they'll just ruin your life other ways and then bitch online, and that makes people sad. It's like, it's weird that this is this fat joke or retard joke is the, the be-all, end-all for you. But then you'll, I don't know, get a guy's job taken away or, or whatever it is. It's all very strange, and uh, I think we all got to keep our eyes on our own penis and, and just uh, you know donate some money if you can and uh, be kind and rewind before you send your tapes back. 
Here, here. Yes. Queef it up. Tell a friend. Go to hell. Blow your mom. And uh, yeah, don't put marshmallows on a yam, folks. I don't know what that means, but hey, I got some dates. Uh, Royersford tomorrow. Woo! Tomorrow night, March 24th, back in Royersford, PA. I got some funny comics coming. Special guests will be there. Uh, that's going to be fun. He's got an assistant. So come on out March 24th, <laughs> Wednesday. Come to that gig. And then uh, April 3rd, Bridgeport, Connecticut. And a oh, we're doing a gig together March 28th, Long Island, baby. Oh, uh, for, yeah, with our pal Ryan Reese. I don't, yes. I, he's supposed to send me the link. I don't have the link, but we'll post it somewhere. Somewhere it is, March 28th. Some of these things, folks. We're idiots. Just Google list Norman March 28th, Long Island. Long, You'll find it. I think it's it. Long Beach. That sounds right. Sure. Yeah. It's a restaurant in Long Beach. It's a seafood joint. I can't think of the name. It's like Hook and Anal or, or Hook Nose or something. All right. We'll be at Hook and Anal Captain, March 28th. Captain Hook. And then uh, April 23rd, 24th, Omaha, Nebraska, May 15th. That's the big one, Paramount Theater in Austin, Texas. And uh, go to my YouTube, subscribe, and uh, and be nice to Ronan, for God's sakes. He's a wonderful comedian. Yes, yeah, he's a very sensitive uh, heeb there, so try to be nice. He's, he's trying, folks. Uh, <laughs> I'm at the Columbus Funny Bone this weekend with Fat Chris Al. He's got an album coming out soon, so give that a goog as well at the Raleigh... Good nights. I'm at Wise Guys in Utah. Back again. I feel like I'm there every week. I love that club. I love that town. Tacoma Comedy Club, Magoobie's Joke House in Baltimore, Hartford Funny Bone. That's going to hurt. Spokane, Virginia Beach, Funny Bone, Portland, Oregon. Now we're into the summer. Syracuse. Ooh, that's going to sting. Toledo Funny Bone. That one ain't easy. Houston Improv. I didn't know they had one. Philly Helium. I love that club. And Helium Buffalo. So... I'm also at Soul Joel's in April, so let's do it up. Let's tell a friend. Let's make love to each other, not war. And uh, we'll see you in Warsaw. Yeah. Praise Allah. Got it.